0: Three days of spring. That's what we got. A total of three <laughs> days of spring. You, and you were sitting there going, talking about the weather, going, yeah, you know how it was going to be nice and it was going to be 39 degrees? Uh, and nope. Now what's it going to be? Like 45. So, no. Yeah. It, and by the time we get there, it's going to be, oh, 59. So, no. It's over. It's, it's, spring's gone. What, am I right? It's 54 now. See, I'm telling <laughs> you, it's just going to keep going up. That's it. Spring is over in Texas. That, well, it just, at
1: least, at least today it's mm-hmm. you know storming and raining you know 77 yeah. is the high tomorrow it's sunny mm-hmm. 76 is the high and then sunday 77 mm-hmm. monday 79 and then, then tuesday and 75 we wednesday 75 so we're nah, we're bouncing nah, between nah. the 75 and 80 range the moment that like today or yesterday was really really yeah, hot it got
0: to 86 yeah. it was 86 and it was with the truck and i was like oh my gosh i felt so bad for those guys at the, at the, uh, dirt, well, whatever you want, the compost place. So, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, you know, I kind of felt bad, but at the same time I was also thinking maybe I should have got that extra load, but nah, I, I, I hate when people come running up to me and they're that last minute thing. So I couldn't do that to anybody else. So I got there and thought better of it. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do that. So. But
1: it's Friday. Yeah,
0: it is. And we're in a new season. We're mm-hmm. looking at new lights and everything else here. Yeah, we've for, got
1: some special things coming Holy crap, everybody's soon. noticed the
0: new music and, you know, uh-huh. everything's just, you know, it's feeling really good. Look, we've had a very successful first season. Mm-hmm. First season, never having done anything like this before, Ever. you know, and <laughs> I've never built myself. I hate me as a client. Um, because I know what my arguments are to me and it's like so doing all the things that I did I was like Okay, well we're gonna you're gonna go for it, gonna do this thing and it's like, Okay, all right, and went for it and we broke a hundred thousand downloads in our first season. Yeah. I mean, there you go. And that's only
1: the what, four months? Yeah. That's crazy. No,
0: no, it's barely even. Not even. Months. No, yeah, because it was the end of November, right?
1: Yeah, it was November thirtieth, mm-hmm. and then yeah, all of December, yeah. all of January, yep. all of February, and about to be the rest of this March. So yeah. three and three quarters of a month.
0: Not too shabby. So, yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm very happy. Thank you all so much. Like yes. seriously, we haven't even done our intro yet, and I just want to thank you guys because. Thank you all. Just period. I just. That we could just do this. Like, this, it's, this it's is, crazy. This is huge for us. It's like, holy crud to think about that. Inside that of four like months. listening to us talk. And the numbers keep going up. Yeah. It's not like we're doing this and, you know, we're just sitting stagnant. We're not. The numbers constantly go up. Just, just today alone, just so you get an idea. Oh, they did the reset. I can't tell you today alone. Oh, well. So, but. Every day we're just we're having better and better numbers. Our numbers keep going up every every single time, so I'm just I'm absolutely ecstatic about it. So, yesterday we're sitting there and uh, you know getting all the the mulch and everything for your weekend. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I looked at the table. I'm ready to get that set up in the backyard, and I'm just like looking at everything, going, "This is awesome!
1: Yeah, this is great! You we're know, we're doing I'm, so much here. Yeah, <laughs> so much that we haven't even like." Nobody even thought that we would do anything like this. Like, mm-hmm. it was such a weird thing. Like, oh, we're so used to having Amy home. And we all have, you know, we have our things and our tasks that you would give us. Mm-hmm. And be like, okay, we could finish these things kind of in a month or whatever. And, like, we just, we were really laid back. And we really weren't getting anything done, really. Because we just didn't mm-hmm. have the means to really do it. Nobody really had the inspiration. We weren't, like, it's just kind of like, eh, what are we doing this for? Like, it's just it just didn't feel rewarding when mm-hmm. we got something like that done. But now we we've done so much all of us the girls nikki you and me like everything is going so well yeah. and i know that it's hard because like we talk a lot about the things that we're like complain about and the things that are really really hard right now but at the end of the day looking back just in the last year we've done a lot And Mm -hmm. this is one of the biggest things that it was like, yeah, let's just let's just have a podcast like that'd be cool. I don't care if nobody listens to it. Why would Nobody's going to listen because we just talk and we just talk and talk and talk. Nobody care about that. And then you guys proved us wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, no, it's 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 really cool.
0: Yeah. And it's like, you know, yesterday we we had talked about uh, a little heavy on the politics side. Know that we're not a political podcast. Yeah. We're not an anything podcast. <laughs> we're we, an everything podcast. We're yeah, we're everything. And and when we say stupid podcast on everything, sometimes it's cuz some of the things that we talk about are stupid people, stupid decisions, stupid things that are going on and we just look at it and go it's all stupid. Mm-hmm. And so it's you know, stupid podcast on everything. Sometimes it's a podcast on everything stupid. You know, it's like <laughs> and that's really what what it comes down to. We you know, I I've, I've come to realize that it's just like you know, we talk about the difference in us, and I was writing up my bio, and I need you to write up your bio for the website, and I was writing up my bio, and I was like, holy crud, just, yeah, it was, it was crazy, you know, realizing where I've come from to where I'm at right now, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm blown away, I really <laughs> am, you know, I've, I've tried other things, and it's like, and I never like me being in front of any, everything, and decided officially that, you know, yeah, I have to be on camera in the podcast can't just be, you know, an animated anything. So I'm going to use a very outdated picture for my bio picture anyways, because I just don't <laughs> like any pictures of me. So, you know, it's all good. I'm going to make make the best of it. And, I, you know, it just it is what it is. So I'm I'm excited about this new season. I'm excited about the lighting. I'm excited, excited about, you know, the the pump that we're about to do you know for our social media you know you're taking over the instagram side of things Mm -hmm. and And i'm
1: still trying to figure out please if you have any suggestions on like what you want to see from us please leave Mm -hmm. it anywhere i will find it i will take your suggestions because that's the only thing i'm struggling with is what the heck am i going to post I, I think Instagram is going to be more along mm-hmm. the lines of like behind the scenes stuff, like just us recording each other randomly kind of thing, sure. taking pictures of the things that we're doing kind that of stuff. Cause like, for, I have no
0: clue for those, but we are going to be, you know, pushing ourselves up onto the bigger things. And, uh, you know, my goal this weekend is obviously to get our site up and live and happy and where everybody will like it. Um, and then at the same time, You know, Lily should have that animation done. So the first animation, which will be the longest and biggest animation, the rest of them are going to be shorter. And then we're going to be putting up our our snippets and they're all going to be going on, you know, every social media outlet that we can, because that's the way you grow. And that's the way we are going to grow. And we're going to just take it to that next level. So that's what I'm excited about. And with that good morning and welcome to the morning grind on the stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time so we got a few national days so i gotta hand the mic over to you here figuratively because we each have our own mics (laughs) that's the next step oh gosh that's gonna be the money so because yeah okay go for it talk about (laughs) our national days
1: uh this first one is it's national cocktail day Nice. So celebrate all your favorite cocktails on March 24th. National Cocktail Day ushers in all the best ways to savor a beverage at the end of a long workday. Whether you like a fruity drink, blended, or on the rocks, this day is for you. Mocktail, virgin, or the real thing, celebrate the lemon, lime, bitters, liquors, and liqueurs that make your favorite beverages the best in your bartender book. It's probably no surprise that nearly every month on the calendar celebrates a cocktail. The only exception is April because it's National Alcohol Awareness Month, so it makes sense to take that month off. A cocktail contains a spirit or a mix of spirits. While a beer is not considered a cocktail, there are beer cocktails where beer is added to a distilled ingredient. The same applies to wine. The other months pay homage to history's ingredients and the makers of some legendary cocktails. January begins the year dedicating a day to the Bloody Mary, and there's also a day for her Canadian counterpart, the Bloody Caesar, in May. January also devotes an entire week to mocktails. In February, you can celebrate the margarita and kalua. We talked about all three of these so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, March brings us International Whiskey Day, among others. We have not gotten there yet, so I'm going to go with that's in a couple of days or so. Mm-hmm. Um, skipping back to May, you can imbibe in both palomas and mimosas for your celebrations. Nice. June and July compete for the most cocktail-related days. From martinis and bourbon to, in June to pina coladas and daiquiris in July. That's that's gonna be my month. The two months cross. The two months cover the spectrum. There are even a few bottles of wine in between. Not only do they celebrate specific cocktails, but they also celebrate the places we enjoy them. National Dive Bar Day in July invites us to celebrate the places that serve our favorite cocktails, even if it's an ice-cold beer. The rest of the year covers all our chilled and heated cocktails. By December, we readily reminisce National Repeal Day and the bartenders who keep that era and skills and the skills alive. We have only skimmed the surface of the cocktails celebrated in the calendar, so National Cocktail Day allows you to celebrate whichever one you like. So to observe National Cocktail Day, create your favorite cocktail to celebrate. Explore cocktail ingredients or read a bartender's manual. Learn the finer elements of mixing cocktails and expand your home bar. Visit a speakeasy or take a tour of your favorite distillery. Host a cocktail tasting session. Create a classic menu with a professional bartender who provides history and describes the nuances behind the ingredients. Attend a cocktail tasting party. You will learn more about how and why ingredients are combined the way they are. Visit your local bookstore and pick up a cocktail or bar book. Follow the recipes and read about the histories these bartenders share. Visit your local bar and pick your bartender's brain. Some like to share their techniques. Ask them what their favorite cocktail is and be sure to tip them well for their for their advice and service. Try making a mocktail, especially on those weeknights when work is busy and you need to keep up. Many of them infuse nutrients... Uh, many of us are lacking. Keep these recipes on hand for your friends who are uh, designated drivers, sober for life, supporting a friend, or for any other reason. As always, anytime we are indulging in spirits and cocktail, don't drink a drive designated uh, sober driver. Call a taxi, Uber, Lyft, or friend. And when you celebrate, definitely share with us your favorite cocktail.
0: Nice. So, and that's timing because what did we do last night?
1: <laughs> we went and got some of our alcohols that we've run out of. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite alcohol out of like everything is coconut rum, Malibu coconut rum to be specific. Mm -hmm. I love pina coladas and you can make fun of me all you want. I don't like Coke, so I don't like having Coke and rum. Mm -hmm. I like root beer. And so I have root beer and coconut rum. (laughs) <laughs> and it sounds so weird when you say it out loud and when, you tell, when I tell people about it, they're like, that's gross. Like, I would never. And I'm like, you just have to taste it. But if you don't like root beer, then obviously it's not going to work. Or if you don't like coconut rum, it's not going to work. But I love it. I like it. The problem is, is that I feel like the root beer covers up the taste of the rum. And I love root beer, Mm -hmm. so it's like I drink it, and I forget that I'm drinking alcohol, and then I, you know, get through it faster than I should, and then I'm like, whoa, hey, (laughs) I'm a little tipsy. (laughs) And it's very funny most of the time, because, you know, we're always at home, or, (laughs) you know, we don't go anywhere and do anything crazy, Mm -hmm. we just we're always home normally watching something funny or playing video games i like to drink when we play mario party or (laughs) when we're doing just dance because then it's more fun um but yeah no that's i love rum and we just finally got more (laughs) last night so i'm excited Mm -hmm. that i get to drink again
0: but i also among that purchased something that i haven't purchased since you've known me and so you haven't got to taste it yet and Mm -hmm. so that'll be tonight for sure um, and I did. I got a bottle of uh, Cavassier, some VSOP. Very happy about that. Um, some people like VS better. I do like VSOP better. I've never had a VS that I liked better. Um, and so in that, I'm like, nope. That's just the way I like things, and, and it's where where it is. So tonight you'll be able to taste that after we're all done with that, and definitely something to enjoy for our weekend, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... That said, I'm I'm uh, yeah, I'm really happy about that. But we got three, so go ahead, what's our next day?
1: <laughs> our next one is National Chocolate Covered Raisin Day. When it comes to a national day, a chocolate covered raisin or a box of them is worth celebrating. On March twenty fourth, National Chocolate Covered Raisin Day celebrates raisins coated in a shell of either milk chocolate or dark chocolate. Moviegoers have been snacking on chocolate covered raisins for many, many years. Somehow popcorn, a box of chocolate covered raisins go together perfectly. It doesn't matter the kind of movie either. Chocolate-covered raisins are also a conventional bulk vending item across the country. In some countries, chocolate-covered raisins are known as Raisinettes. Raisinettes produce the first and one of the most popular brands of the product. Currently made by Nestle. or That's how you say it, right? Mm -hmm. Nestle? Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. I always read it as a kid as Nestle. (laughs) But anyways. Currently made by Nestle. They are the third largest selling candy in the United States history. The blumenthal 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 mm-hmm. chocolate company introduced the raisinettes to the united states in 1927 really yeah that's recent that's weird yeah and then in 1984 nestle acquired the brand however a large number of other brands produce chocolate covered raisins for us to enjoy raisins are an excellent source of calcium potassium iron fiber and vitamin b when you combine the raisins with dark chocolate you have a great tasting healthier snack So to observe chocolate-covered raisin day, enjoy your favorite brand of chocolate-covered raisins. Find a recipe and make your own chocolate-covered raisins. And definitely enjoy telling us what your favorite brand is because I don't think I've ever had Nestle's Raisinettes. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think I've ever had them. Hmm. But I don't – like the. I have to – it's taken becoming an adult for me to realize that I like raisins Mm -hmm. but not – plain i don't like raisins on their own but i love me a good oatmeal raisin cookie like so much i love oatmeal raisin cookies um any any kind of baked treat with raisins in it does it like i like it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh i i specifically like yogurt covered raisins more okay. which makes me think that i'd probably like my yogurt with raisins in it. Because I like my yogurt with like dried blueberries and cranberries, so I assume that I'd probably like it with raisins. I just haven't haven't tried it yet. But no, I <laughs> I don't think I've ever had raisinets. Like
0: ever. I have. I you know and and here's the thing, it's like that blows me away that you're telling me it's as recent as it was because yeah. I thought that was like you that know, one of the first like, things of yeah. chocolate. <laughs> Happened to be, you know, chocolate-covered raisins, and so I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But to think that they're, you know, they're a 20th century invention, you know, but I, I do have to also note that this was in a time where every convection was being tried all over the place. People were trying... Everything Like, literally, they were chocolate-covered everything. There was ma- – I mean, malt balls, whoppers were just – that's when they came out, you know, all of these things. And you sit there and look at them and go, okay, this kind of makes sense that this is when, you know, all of this this stuff happened. Because that was when, you know, little shake shops and malt st- shops and everything else, they were just the rage. And then, you know, Willy Wonka was, like, the big thing and mm-hmm. all of these candies and everything – were just just huge so yeah i guess it makes sense that that would be kind of the flapper era kind of candies you know hey i take take my gal to the movies and went to go out and see a movie and i'm gonna go ahead and get her a nice box of raisinettes, you know (laughs) type situation it's like yeah okay that that makes it make a little more sense to me so so yeah that's 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 where that is so okay (laughs) go for it what's our third day
1: Our third and final national day for today is National Cheesesteak Day. National Cheesesteak Day (laughs) on March 24th not only celebrates a fantastic sandwich, but it recognizes one of the nation's greater debates. Who created this deliciousness? It's like March Madness for a cheesesteak. Pat's and Gino's square off at 10 a.m., followed by Chubby's and DeLisandro's at 11 a.m. Then Jim's and Tony Luke's at noon. Basketball fans know how brackets go. Someone is going to get a bye. However, the credit is given to a hot dog vendor from the 1930s, Pat Olivieri, according to Philadelphia's tourism site. Pat's king of steaks sits on its original location and is still going strong. This rider has had a cheesesteak from there and would go back in a heartbeat. That's cool. That makes me want to try it. The important thing is this fabulous juicy sandwich on a hoagie roll the roll is filled with chip steak and you can order it with or without cheese if you order it without cheese that's weird (laughs) and onions
0: yeah that's yeah defeats the purpose
1: (laughs) (laughs) who just gets a a steak roll it's like
0: i have a hard enough time because i like provolone cheese more than Uh the cheese whiz but i know the cheese whiz is the more (laughs) yeah so what it's a philly cheese steak
1: yeah i would yeah (laughs) <laughs> if you've never had one, you can really only get an authentic one in Philly. Other places to try, so go. Uh, other places try, so go where you can. But someday, go to Philadelphia. It is the real deal. So to observe National Cheesesteak Day, invite your friends and head over to your favorite cheesesteak restaurant. Mm. Get it with cheese. It's Cheesesteak Day, not Steak Day. And add the onions too. Make your own cheesesteak, or give a shout out to the restaurant that makes your favorite cheesesteak.
0: Yeah, and and the thing that people don't understand is the most grocery stores that have a good deli or have a good butcher Mm -hmm. they'll shred shave up or shave and cut thin you know your meat for you get a nice rump get a nice round you know whichever you want to get and be ready and and the funny thing is is the best way to honestly saute up um your your cheesesteak is going to be on a griddle or a non-teflon coated pan Mm -hmm. okay Don't do Teflon. Number one, (laughs) your temperature has got to get high enough. And if if you don't know this, since this is our last day, the last day, I can go ahead and go on this. Teflon kills you, okay? I have an African gray parrot, and so I know for a fact that if I turn my pan up too high, I will kill my parrot. And so the off-gassing from Teflon is not great stuff. I keep my – the only Teflon pan that I use – nice low temperature i never use anything in it i don't use wood in it i don't use anything in it i don't need to use anything in it and it's like but i would never ever use a teflon pan at a at a high heat over over 300 degrees you know to make a philly cheesesteak if you have a griddle that is it like we have a griddle that is a teflon cover griddle and i hate it I absolutely hate the thing. I would rather have a stainless steel griddle. I would throw that thing out in half a heartbeat because it's Teflon. And it's like in, you're not supposed to have mm-hmm. have it up high. And it's just become a thing. that That's what we use when we're doing stuff up high. And I've seen pancakes up there on high and all this other stuff. And all you can think is I'm glad my bird is by a window. And I'm glad that that griddle is by a window. And, you know, hoping that it doesn't circulate and kill my bird. Because Teflon is not great for you. You know, Teflon is... The margarine in the pan world. You you can cook things with you know, cook it in in a uh, a stainless steel pan, or you know stainless steel pot doesn't matter. And you put a little bit of oil in there and, and get it to not stick. I showed Nikki last night. I was like, no. She's like, oh you you know the chicken's gonna stick to the stainless steel. I'm like, no, it's not. Put the oil in there and just start shaking the pan as I drop the chicken down into it. And guess what? Chicken didn't stick. So it was there. It was good. So. With that, thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Stupid Podcast on Everything's Morning Grind, where I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we'll hopefully see you this afternoon. Be sure to join us and follow all of our stuff on Linktree, our Linktree, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So thanks a lot. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.